Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It's now time for Bag of Tips on this uh, Friday morning. Let's get stuck into it. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Look them up at ozequipment.com. And Queensland is your place to race this year. And Chris Nelson joins us to go through his best bets tonight there on the Sunshine Coast. In fact, he's that dedicated to the cause. He's been up since the sun started to rise there in Queensland. So about three o'clock in the morning to check out this track. Chris, say hello to you. I am dedicated or crazy. Yeah. I should be. Com- I am committed, or I should be committed. One of the two, Gareth. I'm not sure which. Well, you're committed because you love it, and we love it that you're committed. <laughs> well, that sounds good. I'll go with that. Yes, yeah. um, it's a bit sticky up here. We're in for 35 degrees today, and a really muggy day. Probably uh, one of the muggiest we've had for a long time. So, I don't know how that affects the horses, and hopefully, it won't under the lights tonight. How do we back a winner? Well, I'm pretty keen on one, but I'll give you two. Race five, number seven, Sarson uh, for Jaden Lloyd. Now, a winner two back in a maiden, had threatened to win a maiden for some time and did so in good fashion. And then Sunshine Coast last time out drew a wide gate, was forced to go back, basically, had no other option, was last on the home turn, then ran on very well into second spot. Tonight gets a much more favourable draw. It will be a lot closer in the run, and I think he's got the form to win this race. And he's around $5, so a good price for race five. Number seven, Sarsen. And the one I'm keen on, race six, number six, Gap Year for Ben Thompson. Now, by done deal, uh, she's a mare trained by O'Day Hoisted. She's only had three starts and they've all been first up. So this is the first time she'll go to the races with a run under her belt. Her first up run, uh, she she surged late. She just sort of kept going and surged a little bit late at the end of 13.50. And that just suggests she's looking for further. And being by done deal, that's obvious. So she gets to the mile tonight. The opposition aren't strong. I really, all things being equal, can't see how she gets beaten. So race six, number six, gap year, clearly the best of the night for me. So race six, number six, race five, number seven, your two players there on the Sunshine Coast tonight, mate. Looking forward to it. Should be a good night, fingers crossed. Great to catch up with Chris Nelson. And the mailman has sent through his tips there at Townsville tonight. And uh, we're going race two, number three, victory for us. That's from the mailman. Queensland, of course, is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Some terrific meetings at Mooney Valley and also, of course, at Randwick this afternoon or tonight and in the twilight zone there in Sydney on the Kensington track at Randwick. And Bet365, well, you can get the best dividend from those two meetings um, from the three national totes or the final official prize for all tote win, tote place, trifectas, quinellas, exactors, first fours, daily doubles, trebles, and quaddies for the below venues, of course, there at Mooney Valley and Randwick. The 365 top tote plus is the way to punt with those two meetings this afternoon and tonight. And Enver Dusasovic joins us now because he's got a couple of really good chances there engaged at Mooney Valley on a Friday night, and EJ joins us now. Good morning to you, EJ. Thanks for your time, mate. Good morning, Gareth. Just trying to uh, stay out of the sun down here at Cranbourne this morning. How are you going? Is it working? Not bad. It's freezing. Not bad. It was freezing when I woke up this morning. What's it like in Cranbourne? Uh, it's cool, but uh, I've still got the footy shorts on. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, it'd be 365 days for you, wouldn't it, the footy shorts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like I like the freedom. Where we, where, What position <laughs> do you play, EJ? On ball or halfback flanker? <laughs> um, I'm currently rubbed out. I'm uh, not, not allowed to play anymore. Uh, too many suspensions. Okay. There you go. I wouldn't have picked that with you. I thought you would be one of the um, – you're a gentleman, but there you go. White line fever for EJ. What about munitions at Mooney Valley in the fourth race? Um, we all know that this son of Rich Enough's pretty handy. Um, what can you tell us tonight from this inside gate with the inform Ethan Brown aboard? Yeah, pretty much can't tell you a lot, really. What, what you see is what you're going to get. Yeah. The, horse is, the horse is really well, very healthy. Very bright. Uh, he had a short let up after his last start, and um, he had a good gallop on on Saturday. Very very pleased with him, and um, action wise, he, he's great. So uh, you know, it, it's it's unique this race. So uh, it, it's going to be interesting, and um, you know, I, I think it's going to be you know helter skelter for the first. Uh, First couple of furlongs, anyway. What about Von Gol in that last race? Eighteen dollars currently with Bet Three Six Five. Carleen Heffel rides from a wide gate. Your thoughts there, EJ? I I always hear that from a wide gate. He always seems to draw a wide gate. Yeah, he and, does. And uh, he uh, he's partial to Mooney Valley. He he seems to excel there, and and for that reason, I. Uh, I keep on nominating there, and uh, I couldn't be happier with the horse. He's going great. I'm hoping by the end of the night, you know, the, the track might chop up a little bit, bit and uh, they're getting home. But you know, he's a he's a certainly a sneaky place chance. Um, Cal's been all over me on the text message today. He wants to know about she can mix it because this horse trialed nicely the other day behind on Thunderstruck, and he wants to back she can mix it there at sale on Sunday. Should he be doing just that, EJ? Well, the horse the horse is really well, and um, I've made a few gear changes to her, and she seems to... Uh, they seem to uh, compliment her. Um, that's, I, I should get a photo of that jump out. That'll be yes. her biggest claim to fame. <laughs> I, I, I thought arguably she uh, she may have even won that jump out, but anyway... You should have. Uh, yeah. Perhaps I should retire her now. <laughs> can you put that on the? Can she? Can she get? Um, can she get that in the, on her page there when she heads to stud? Well, well, I, like if, if I've got something to do with it. I, I think it's yeah. She should. What? No uh, doubt. But, <laughs> what a, but she's going. She's yeah. going well, and um, you know she's drawn wide, which is an ideal. Uh, I think she's well placed in that race. Um, you know she's done it in her trials. She's she's. She's come up well. She she needs to do a race day now, and I'm hoping with the uh, tongue tie and crossover noseband that uh, she'll she'll do the job. And pinstripe, mate. How's he? Yeah, he's he's progressing well, getting down to the the business end now. Um, I'll know in another week or so uh, uh, exactly where I'm going with him. But he's during the preseason, he um, he's come back with a with a mullet. He's he's. He's powerful in the shoulders and uh, and and back quarter. Is, you know, he's, he's one of those footballers that gone away and come back, and they uh, they look enormous. and And uh, I'm really happy with the way he's going. 
Love it. We'll be getting on him to win the Brownlow as well. EJ, it's always a pleasure, mate. Good luck over the weekend. Good on you, Gareth. Yeah. See you, mate. There we go. There's the great EJ. He does a wonderful job talking about superstars, the people strapper. He has built up some following, Andrew Fraser. The man that used to be in the technology world, he said, I've had enough of that. I'm going to follow my passion and um, head to a race stable. And he works for Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr. Um, but he's sipping 14 when it comes to strapping horses. But the punters don't care because there's a few scratchings now. But with the final field, um, of course, with scratchings now, um, in for tonight's meeting. Grey Song's now at $2.80 with Bet365. The horse that Andrew will be strapping, he joins us now. Hello to you, mate. How are you feeling this morning ahead of tonight? Uh, good morning, Gareth. How are you? I still have that technology job, so oh, I, yes. haven't given the, I haven't given up my day job just yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How are you feeling, brother? I apologise. No, that's fine. Uh, a bit nervous, to yep. be honest. Um this is a few more eyes other than my mum and my wife watching. So yep. uh, a bit more expectation, but um, look, we're ready to go today. So Michael Kent Jr., has he said anything to you this morning? Um, like, um, do you get a pep talk? Have you had a chat to Grey Song? What's What's been the, 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 the daily ritual ahead of tonight for yourself? Uh, I, did, I did see Junior this morning, yep. which was good. Um, last time I saw him, he was chasing me across the lawn at Sandown to get away from Jack and her on Australia Day. Yes. But, um, and he, he actually did say to me, he said, oh, I probably would have won by more if he went there. So yeah. that's good. But oh. um, look, yeah, I shampooed him, shampooed Grayson this morning and uh, yeah, he looks good. Are we backing him, mate? I, I believe in you, brother. I believe in you. Well, someone was talking about how I keep putting um, Betfair punters, um, kids through college. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, look, back him. It's got to happen. It's it going to happen yep. today. It's got to happen. The champagne's on ice. And we what, need to drink it. And what do you say to Jamie Carr? Do you inspire her when you leg her up? I get a little. I, I get a little bit starstruck by Jamie Carr. Okay. So I'll, I'll, no, <laughs> well, Jamie Carr. I'll give you the tip. We'll be starstruck by you with your yeah. your your um how how big a name you've become in the racing game these days. Yeah. No. I'll I'll say hello to her. She gets aboard, and then you sort of have that. Sort of 20 seconds before you let go, um, yep. you get to talk to the jockey. So it's always pretty interesting to talk to them. All right. got about 30 seconds before a break. Um, what do you say to Grey Song as he heads out um, onto the racetrack um, to, uh, before he goes to, to battle? What do you whisper in his ear? So just please, just get out of gate five. Don't worry about all the other noise and the thousands and thousands of people that come out to watch you. Yep. Just get out of that gate. Get a good spot, and then, yeah, you and Jamie, just get to that line first. That'd be great. Go and get them, brother. Um, we'll be Beautiful. cheering you on. Um, you are the people strapper. You give us all hope. You keep inspiring us, mate, and go and get them tonight. Thanks, Gareth. Benny, I said, joins us to go through his best bets in Victoria today and tonight. Benny, good morning to you, mate. Hey, we'll start off with the Valley. What are we doing there? Yeah, good morning, Gareth. Yeah, it looks a, looks a pretty nice card at the Valley. I think we have to be patient early punters. I think we can get the cash in the last two races. We'll kick off in race seven, number 13, Mr. I'm a Believer. Luke Nolan, PG Moody. I really like this horse. We heard Kath Coleman during the week say that she's got a fair opinion of him as well. I was really keen on him at Cranbourne when the meeting got abandoned last week. But look... The race sets up pretty similar tonight. I think he's a progressive stayer. He shouldn't be too far off the speed. Nice strong rider in Luke Nolan. Can pull him to the outside. And I reckon he'll pick him up tonight at the Valley. Then we'll go to race eight, number 10, Holly Mans. 
Mark Zara rides my useless trains. Well, this bloke showed a lot of ability in his first preparation. He's jumped out well. He looks like he's come back bigger and better. I think he'll be getting the job done in race A. He's pretty short. I think he's around the 240 mark, but I think he's pretty smart, this bloke. And I think he's a big set horse. I think the sting out of the ground will suit him. So Holly Mann's race eight, number 10 for my use is Sarah 260. And um, I agree with you there, Mr. I'm a believer. Kath Coleman gave that gallop a really good push yesterday on the stable mail. So that's race seven, number 13. What about at Werribee, mate? Mate, we just got the two at Werribee. We'll kick off in race two, number nine, Ransoming. Dee Stackhouse rides, our man from the trial time show, Jerome Hunter. Yep. Jump out was pretty good. Look, we know Jerome is very good when he sends these first starters to the track. As I said, there was actually a bit of market support when the markets first went up during the week. I think this horse looks, you know, to have enough ability to go to the races today off his jump outs and be very competitive. And you got another one for us out um, wherever you can get around ransoming. We can get around 420 with bet 365. Yep. We'll go race six, number six, Shambo. D-Lane, Clayton Douglas to train. D-Lane's going there for one ride today, and it's this bloke. Look, I think his jump out was pretty good. Last preparation, he just he struggled to get the win on the... He struggled to string a couple together. Look, I think he'll ride the speed, and he'll be very hard to beat today. I think he's short, I think about 210, but I think he'll be winning. Shambo. Like the confidence there. So race two, number nine, ransoming, and race six, number six, Shambo. Yeah, D-Lane. He wouldn't be going to Werribee um, for no reason. So just the one ride there for Clayton Douglas. Love your work, Benny, I said. Um, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks, Gareth. There's Benny said he's seeing them beautifully as we speak. Sterling, Alexio and Gerald Ryan are going great guns and they've got a couple of nice chances engaged there at the Twilight meeting in Sydney on the Kensington track and Sterling joins us right now. Good morning, Sterling. Thanks for your time. Yeah, good Good morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. Cool die. Great to have Nash back in the saddle. Goes around in at the third race. Um, obviously, she's got a lot of ability, this daughter of Frankel. Your expectations with her today? Oh, look, she obviously, it's there for everyone to see. She's a filly with nice ability, and she's always showed us good ability at home. A um, few scratchings, and um, the Kensington track's a bit of a query today. Or, you know, I would have liked to see a, a bigger field where they're going to. Um, sort of inject a bit more tempo, but, you know, field of six now, it becomes a, a battle of tactics, so to speak. But um, happy with how she's going at home. I, I think she's just going to need a few things to go right for her today. And she's out of that wonderful mare, Samantha Miss, by Frankel. So she's um, she's one hell of a bread galloper. So what do you think her best trip will be down the track? Well, she she's still inclined to want to overdo things a bit yeah. and, you know, she, she's been, we've, we've spent quite a bit of time on her at home just sort of getting her to switch off and try and settle. Because I think if she does that in time, she's, you know, she, she'll get out to sort of 2,000 metres and that's probably going to be her right trip. But she does need to start doing things right and learning to settle. Otherwise, she's probably going to find herself, um, to go probably have to stick to these 1,400 metre and mile races just until she, she, um, she gets a bit more experience and, and gets a bit more racing craft about her. What about Oceanic Flash in race number four? Um, what do you make of um, Oceanic Flash's chances over the 2,400 metres? 
Yeah, I was really really happy with his run two back, and he found himself in a good spot the other day. Tyler and just seemed to get dragged out of the race, and I think he's a horse. You sort of got to keep him on the job and focused in the run. And I think he's just sort of getting shuffled back through the field. And by the time he got to the five hundred, you know, he was happy just to sort of poke home himself. But I think um, up to a mile and a half today. Uh, Frank can sort of be aggressive out of the gate and put him in a spot and set his mind on the job. I think he'll run a really big race. All right, then, should we have a bet today? Are you confident? Both horses are going as well as they can, and both horses will be hard to beat, but I think they're going to need things to go right from at the same time. That'll do. Um, good on you, Sterling. Good luck today, mate. Okay, thank you. There's Sterling Bye. Alexio there. Dean Watling joins us. Dean, what are we doing on the Kensington track this afternoon? Yeah, I'm excited to get back on this track, Gareth. It's probably one of my favourite tracks in Sydney. It often plays those horses sit in midfield and really momentum. Um, I think race one, um, the favourite here in Getty, race one number four, looks very well placed. Comes out of that Magic Millions debutant stakes uh, behind Rush Hour on a really heavy track. Gets back onto a firmer deck, has been freshened since then. And Jason's old stitch from gate nine. I think if we can roll forward, um, I think little midfield, I think it'll be hard to beat. Capital Hearts is a big danger in that. We spoke to John O'Shea on trial time this week, and he has a nice opinion on this horse and has trialled up well. But I think Getty can get the money in race one, number four there. Race two, it's very short. Uh, race two, number nine, Paracel for the uh, McDonald-Cummings combination. It's trialled up like a proper horse. It's had two runs under its belt now, spelled. Um, it looks the way to go in race two. Short now, dollar sixty. I think if you wait for the jump, it might push you out to dollar eighty, two dollars. But I think those two shorties in race one and two can get the money. And best bet of the night comes up in race three, Gareth. I'm going against Sterling's call die there. I think associate for the Danielle Sieb stable, Tyler Shulin Saddle. Really good on debut. That race rated for the roof uh, has been fresh and a really impressive Hawkesbury trial. Barrier three will have a map advantage against Call Die. And I think in the small field, that's that's very key, which Sterling did touch on. So best bet of the night, race three, number one, associate. Do you want to take responsibility for the $10, 10K challenge to get us off the mark, Dino? Or you want to wait for another day? No, I'll, I'll take it. I love a bit of pressure. Okay. Um, it, certain odds? Uh, any odds? Well, $2. We just need to double our money. So you can either do a place place all up or a place into a win all up. Or um, if you're confident with Paracel into associate, then you can do that all up. So whatever you think, Dino. Yeah, okay. We'll go race one, number four, Getty. Uh, around a $2 price. All right, then. You sure you, you're confident even with Jono Shea's first starter? Yeah, we'll be fine. J-Mark in the saddle. Uh, right, race man. experience, we'll be fine. What about our man, Mickey Gannon? He, he's just on fire at the moment. But every time we um, um, get him to bet for our syndicate, it gets beat. But then all the other – have you ever had a mate like that, that um, he wins when he's betting by himself, but when we have our syndicate, he always gets beat? Oh, there's plenty of mates that always tell you about their wins and when they put the pressure on. Um, they crumble, but Gano, I guess he's still winning though, just not for the right thing. No, so yeah, he's with a multi as well. He's on fire, maybe where he's kryptonite. There's no doubt about that. Hey, good on you, Dino. Thanks, mate. There's the the man from the Barrier Ten, and he's the great tip off. He's a superstar, Mickey G. But we have jinxed him of recent times. G'day, Mickey. G'day, G. How you going? Good, thanks. You wouldn't read about it, would you, mate? Like three out of four, <laughs> and then. Um, the only one that, that, that gets beat is the one that we have in our challenge. Um, but anyway, we'll always... And you, game, it is the That's great, the great game. game. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so what are we doing today? You've got three meetings that we're having a look at. Where do you want to start? 
Yeah, we'll start off with the Kenzo. I, I shared Dean's sentiments there in those first three races. There's not really much more to add to listeners out there. I think Getty's going to be very hard to beat. It was very, very good, um, obviously, up at the Gold Coast in unsuitable um, track conditions. So I think that's a horse that'll be doing its best work today. Race one, number four, Getty. And then I'm going to go to race three, number one, Associate. I made my best bet of the day at the Kenzo as well. Trialed up really, really well. Danielle Seed's flying. Tyler Sheila's probably the, the most informed jockey in Sydney. So I don't think you're going to go wrong with uh, that combination. So race three, number one as well. So they're the, they're the two of the Kensington meeting, G. Then where do we go after that, mate? Yeah, then we're going to head to uh, Walcher. Walcher. Go... Is that how you yeah. pronounce it? Walcher? Yeah, Walcher. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to go race six, number four, time, Timely Bell. Had excuses its last two. Jasper Franklin on here claims... One and a half, sits on speed from barrier one. If you're getting $5, that's a great price for a horse. It's going to give us a huge sight and uh, be very much in the finish there. So I think that's going to be a great bet. Race six, number four. And then we're going to roll down to race eight, uh, number five, Miss Kono. Benjamin uh, Osmond on here. You're getting $3.80. This is horse is racing in. Uh, she's racing in career best form now. She's only really got to repeat what she's been doing of late. We've seen a really big drift in the betting. Um, she opened up pretty close to that uh, two dollar fifty mark. We're getting around three dollars eighty to take that. That's a great bet. So race eight number five, Miss Kono, and Canberra. Yep, couple down in Canberra. Did you um, get anything out of uh, Sterling in regards to free choice in race two, G? No, I didn't actually. That was my mistake. Uh, I have to shoot him a text. I will I text him. A... I'll let you know by the end of the show. I apologise. Good man. No, you're all right. I should have texted you, mate. That's my bad. But uh, race two, number four, free choice here for uh, Sterling and Gerald. Sort of tried up, you know, pretty well. Heads down to Canberra here for this um, debut assignment. You're getting $7. And look, there's some tried horses here that just don't look that good, to be fair, to my eye. And I think $7 is a really good bet considering this horse looks like it has a bit of upside. So race two, number five, free choice. It's worth worth a bet at that price. And then I'm going to go to race three and swans around the uh, $10 mark. This is the value bet of the day. Um, um, Aramia, I think we're going to go with here, G. Aramia. Yep. Um, Grant Buckley jumps on. Look, made up good ground late. It's not a bad form race um, for this. And you're getting $10. It's drawn barrier two. Sits there or thereabouts. And once again, another what I call a pretty weak race. There's, you know, horses one, two, and three taking up a huge percentage of the market here. And I think RME is the one that could knock them all out here. So race three, number four, G. Race three, number four, RME. You get about $10 and two twenty with uh, Bet365. I'll get that information for you. Um, before we wrap up, giddy up at about um, 10, 30, 15 minutes time. So thanks for that, Mickey G. You're a good man. Have a good one. Posted text messages coming through. Walker. That's how you pronounce that town's name. There you go. Walker. Good on you, Mickey. There's Mickey G. Let's catch up now with Mitch Lewis, who's done the form for us at um, Port Lincoln this afternoon in South Australia. Welcome back, Mitchy. What are we doing there at Port Lincoln today? Uh, well, Gareth, I think I'm about to break ground for Giddy up here. I'm yes. about to do something that I think never been done. Yes. I'm going to tip a horse that my mother-in-law is in the ownership of. Well, there you go. I don't know if that has happened before, but, um, yep, let's hope it wins for your sake anyway. Now, there's a small little caveat here. I'm going to tip it, but I'm not sure it's the best bet. I did the form before the price has come out, and it's come up at $1.55. So we're talking about race one, number seven, ladies' lunch for Richard and Chantel Jolly. 
So we get it short for mine. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think it, it, this has to be her race. It's a lot easier. Um, if we get a little drift out, I'd be happy to take that. But I just, I just thought I'd better throw it in. She looks like the winner. But, yeah, I wouldn't be diving in at that price. All right, then. Hello to your mother-in-law there. Ladies lunch race one, number seven. Hopefully, for the lady's sake, that uh, she does get up at $1.55. What else are we doing at Port Lincoln, mate? Right, we'll go to race three with number two, Centrefield. Another shorty here. It's just been back to this morning. Uh, looks to get a soft run. It's just coming off a little let up. Uh, out of barrier three, has all the early speed in this race. Should push forwards and control the race with Taylor Crowther. Uh, loves this track and trip, which is a horses for courses sort of track. So he's nine starts, four wins, two seconds and two thirds over this same track and trip. So gets all of the favours today. Is a short price, but I feel like he should just be too good for this field. And then what do we do after that? We're going to go to race seven with number one, Exalted Maxine. So a little bit more value here. Uh, Exalted Maxine actually shaded home centre field uh, last start it was. So that form should be franked a little bit earlier in the card. The beauty of Exalted Maxine today is it's a 1,000 metres and he's drawn barrier three. He's got all the early speed at Port Lincoln. It's quite a massive, wide, swooping bend before you get to a 300 metre straight. And the 1,000-metre start is right there as that bend sort of just starts to begin. So if you're caught wide, you lose significant ground up into the straight. So he maps to get the perfect run. He's been here at Port Lincoln three times for two start, uh, two wins and a second. So another one that looks really well placed. Uh, he does have a heavy weight, which is the risk, but I think the, the run's going to get too soft for him and he should be hard to catch as well. Love your work. Fill up at Port Lincoln. And the best of luck to the mother-in-law with ladies' lunch that first, mate. Yeah, good luck to Vicky if she's listening. Let's catch up now with Darren Carroll, who's done the form for us for a big night of harness racing with the Trotters taking centre stage in the Great Southern Star. Welcome back, Daz. What are we doing from a punting perspective at Melton? Thanks, Gareth. Yeah, I've got a lift. I uh, didn't have the best of days yesterday, so we're only as good as our next winner, aren't we? So yeah, we've got a few. You got a few um, runs. Yeah. You got a few runs in the bank, mate. Oh, that's all right. Then. Um, Right, we'll start off with race seven, number three, Kamora Safi. Um, I took this one last Friday and it got the job done for us really well. It won soft and that was a heat of this race. Um, I don't think that this is any stronger than the heat that it won. And um, I'd love it to find the front, but that's not the end of the world. Last week it sat behind the leader and just got the sprint run. Just won with the plenty in hand, in my opinion. So uh, we're getting around about $3 tonight. Um Michelle Phillips does a great job training this horse. It's the only horse she's got in the care. She does a great job driving the horse. So, um, yeah, I just think it's found a really, really suitable race. So, keen again, race seven, number three, Kamora Safi. All right. And the other one I like is um, in the last race, race 10, number two, Key and Chucky. Uh, it's a stable that we always like to, to get involved in, and it's the, um, the very strong um, Paddy Lee stable. Um, this horse has had three trials, so it's fit and ready to go. It would have been set for this race. Really liked its last two trials. Um, it's got good gate speed. I'm pretty sure it'll, co- uh, it'll cross the inside horse, uh, who you know, can do a little bit wrong at the start. Um, then it's either got to hold out, let us trot, or take a sit on its back. Either way, I think we'll get a really good run. Um, it's a really progressive horse. It's got really strong form lines. You look at its previous runs and who it was been running against and this is a very suitable assignment and uh, I think it's a nice horse and a horse of the future so they're the two that I'm keen on obviously early in the night some really really good racing um, your tipping sleepy each way race three 
Um, yep. Can't go against it. Um, so, you know, for each way punters, there's one for you. Um, just tune in. It's a really high-quality night. The race is three and four. So there's some really good, outstanding trotters engaged. Can't wait for it. You're a good man. Thanks for that, Darren. Cheers, Gareth. Yeah, I'm Ken and Keyang Chucky as well. That's race 10, number two. Interstate Mail, we've got Forever Moments. Race one, number one, at $5 for the Prince. Jack Callaghan at Newcastle. And at Gloucester Park tonight, here's our multi. Race three, number two, James Butt. In the race four, number one, Prada Sun, $8. Terrific price. And never mind the chaos. Race seven, number eight, to continue on her merry way for G. Hall Jr. and M. Young. Let's catch up now. Thanks to the dogs.com.au, the home of Greyhound Racing with Simon Orchard, who's got three venues to help us back a winner at. Hello, Simon. Take it away, mate. Morning, G. Three venues, as you say, mate. Goulburn will begin with race 10, number four, Shanghai Master, $3 into 210 with bet 365. Look, lightly raced dog having his first look at Goulburn today. He's the litter brother to Shanghai Girl and They've both got some talent. He's been racing over further uh, lately, G, at Dapdo and Bulleye. But he's running behind Dipping Mahalia and Jimmy Bale. They've both got ability as well. So, look, I think the drop back in trip today will suit. The wide open expenses of Goulburn will be to his liking. Just a reminder, his main victory came at Bulleye, similar one bend, big, expensive circuit. So, like race 10, number four, Shanghai Master at Goulburn. The Gardens later on this afternoon, race 12, number two, Royal Rush, $2 favourite at the moment. It looked like Sharon Gray tried to step her up over to 515 metres just around that Christmas period. It didn't seem to pan out that well. Had three runs uh, without much luck. I think 400 metres as this girl's go. She's run really well over the shorter trip since. 22.83 in both runs in the new year. She's drawn well in box two. There's absolutely no speed in three and four. Uh, and I think five will go straight. So run some good cover from the outside dog. So I like race 12, number two, Royal Rush. And then we finish at Wagga tonight. Race five, number two, Tigalong Honey. 350 on bet 365 at the moment. Yep. Mick Finn is seeing them well. His last 19 starters, Gareth, have produced seven winners. Tigalong Honey has accounted for two of those. She's really quick early. The one dog, Aston Whiskey, is also fast and trained locally. I think it's going to be the hardest to beat. But I think Tigalong Honey can either ride the heels or push up alongside and get on the out. And I think she's going to be really hard to beat. Race five, number two, Tigalong Honey. Best at Wagga tonight. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. There's Simon Orchard. Same to you. The today. You're the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. No one runs the dogs like SA. Tony Gray, you're a superstar, mate. Um, what are we backing quickly, brother? Easy. Uh, we're going four races today, guys. Yep. Uh, race six, we're backing two dogs. Number seven, Clever Man at eight bucks. Uh, big chance at leading. And number eight, Redeveloped. Well drawn out wide. They're both around about the $8 mark. Next, we have race seven, number eight, Cooper Kyron at around about the $7 mark. Good each way bet this. Well-drawn runner. Uh, after that, we move on to race eight, number six, Universal Value. It's got to be up there vying for the lead. If it can hold a position, shouldn't miss the podium. Also around about $7. And then uh, the best bet is race 11, number two, Emily Wiggum. Uh, should be favourite for mine. It's second favourite um, at around 2.30. I reckon it's a big chance at leading. It has a few wide runners to run cover. And just save on the seven dog in that race, Sahana, at about 20 to 1. I'm ready. So race 11, number two. And race and save on the seven. I'm already on the two race eleven number two. Good on you, Toddy. You're a superstar. Thanks, but Greyhound Racing tips follow at the Dogs SA on Twitter or Greyhound Racing SA on Facebook. He's a wonderful judge, Todd Gray. Um, watch Dog Likes race eleven number four at Hillsville. Race four number four at Geelong. Race four number four at Shepparton. And race nine number six at Ballarat Astrid Bale. Thanks for your company on Giddy Up. That is bag of tips.